Hey everybody, this is John Finn, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I.org. Hey, I am posting this because uh, in my normal time of doing this live on Facebook and posting it on Wednesday morning to YouTube, uh, I'll be on an airplane or on my way to an airplane. And so I'm actually recording this the day before and then I'll post it. And if you're seeing this, uh, I, I'm posting it um in the morning a little bit before then. So uh, cwowi.org, we're, we're a worldwide house church network. We uh, celebrate church in the home, Christ in us. We're all about discipleship. We celebrate when possible, when absolutely possible. Uh, we rotate homes and rotate who leads each week, just as our uh, early church did for the first 300 years. That's how they saturated the Roman Empire from the ground up. Uh, over the course of 300 years, rotating homes, rotating who leads. And that way, when you outgrow a home, you just multiply out and uh, half goes and starts rotating among themselves. And uh, they stay related, have have meetings together, etc. But uh, basically, they become their own church and then they go from there. So um, I also put out a, a, a teaching every week on Fridays, U.S. time, called My Weekly Thoughts. And you can sign up at our website for those weekly thoughts, my monthly newsletter that comes by email as well. And uh, there's lots of things about House Church on our website, uh, videos, articles, etc., archived teachings from my weekly thoughts, etc. So today, sorry for that long intro, today talking about something that will help you understand the New Testament, it will help you uh, tremendously, and it can be illustrated in this. And I hope this, I'm not sure if the video is going to reverse this. Or if it's, so I did it kind of both ways here. <laughs> to me, it looks like this. Um, and I, and again, I hope this is right. It's the term Christ, which means anointed one, or the name Jesus, which is the emphasizing the humanity. What I'm talking about is in the pages of the New Testament, especially the Apostle Paul, uh, he would emphasize either Jesus Christ, talking about the humanity, uh, first, or he would emphasize Christ Jesus in his writings. And what I mean by that is this, um, just in case it flips around, because you, YouTube and and, and uh, Facebook, I'm not sure how the videos, if they reverse themselves or not, so I did it on both sides for you. Um, but as I'm looking at it, I see the Father at the top with an arrow going down to Christ Jesus, and then man. And then you see man at the bottom looking up, the arrow going up through Jesus Christ to the Father. And this is important because when we read the pages of the New Testament, we have to be accurate in our understanding. For instance, in Colossians 1, 26 and 27, it says the mystery which has been hidden from ages and generations, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Paul doesn't say Jesus in you the hope of glory. He says Christ in you. And the reason he says Christ in you is because Christ refers to the humanity of Jesus, or excuse me, Christ refers to the deity of Jesus, the fact that he's God. And and it's Christ in us. Technically, Jesus doesn't live in our hearts. Like little kids may say, Jesus lives in my heart. Well, technically, no, he doesn't. It's Christ who lives in their heart. And that's fine. That's no... There's no point in correcting a little child and their understanding. You know, when I was a child, I understood as a child, that sort of thing. Don't don't worry about that. But but unfortunately, that carries into adulthood, and many people think Jesus lives in my heart. No, Jesus doesn't. You have Christ in you. Christ is the deity. Christ is the fullness of the Godhead. Christ is the mind of the Father God. You've got Christ in you. you you've got the all-powerful one in you, in your spirit. He recreated your spirit. You've got Christ in you. There's there's no curse. There's no no 
anything against the enemy. There's nothing that can separate you. In fact, what Paul says in Romans 8, nothing shall separate us from the love of Christ. Nothing shall separate us from the love of Christ. There's nothing that the enemy can do to you, folks. And if you wake up and realize that, if a demon starts to get you, you just cast him out. Say, get out of here in the name of Jesus. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I have Christ in me, the hope of glory. And, and you live in that with that realization. Another one is 1 Corinthians 2.16, where Paul said, you have the mind of Christ. You don't have the mind of Jesus. You've got the mind of Christ. That means you can get into any situation that catches you by surprise, but you've got the mind of Christ in you. You've got the unlimited, all wisdom, knowing mind of Christ, the thoughts, the, the wisdom, the knowledge, everything you need to get in that, out of that situation. You have the mind of Christ. And the other thing I want to show you is in, um, in Philippians 4.19, you'll find that, that this illustration that I'm doing, and, and for the sake of just in case and somebody's you know, you know, because when you get it on Facebook, everything's reversed. It shows my wedding ring on my right hand when it's actually on my left. You know, it's just, I don't know how, how it all works electronically, but uh, just to make sure that, that it's coming through loud and clear, it's the, it's this, that, um, that when Christ is in you, oh, the direction, Paul's talking about receiving the, an offering from, uh, the church in Philippi, Lydia's household and that household, the jailer's household, they came together and that was the house church in Philippi. And, um, and you can actually go to her house today. I've been to her house, uh, <laughs> in a tour that we did of New Testament places and, and that her house later became a church when the church moved out of homes into a building and, and it became a church and, you know, basilica, as they say. Anyway, uh, but he said this, he said, and my God shall supply your, all your needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus, our Lord. That is notice what he's saying. And my God shall supply all your need, uh, through his, in his riches in glory. That is talking about in heaven, our God, my God, the Father shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. And then he says this, through Christ Jesus. That is, he comes through Christ. So you'll see that the Father views us through his son Christ, who lived, who was part of him and existed with him before the universe was ever created. So he looks at us through Christ, his son. Isaiah 9, 6 says, unto us a son is given, a child is born. The son was given, Christ was given, and he became Jesus, the child born. And so the father looks at us, again, I'm sorry, I'm not sure which way that it's going to show up in everybody's videos and everybody's phones and computers. So the father looks at us through Christ Jesus, the son who always existed with him, who became the the, the Lord Jesus, conceived in Mary, born uh, of her and became a man. The father looks at us and the direction is through the from the father, through Christ Jesus to man. Man, we are told to pray in the name of Jesus. We don't pray in the name of Christ. Christ refers to his deity, but Christ uh, is, is the anointed one, certainly, but it's the man, Jesus, who paid for our sins, who died on that cross. And he is, yes, the Christ, but we as man see, uh, access the father through Jesus, who is also the Christ. But the father, if you will, accesses, so to speak, us through Christ, who always existed with him, who became, at a point in time, born in Bethlehem, the man Jesus. And so I hope this will bless you uh, as you go through Romans 8, 2 is amazing. The law of the spirit of life that was in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. You know, just go through and look at that and say, wow, it's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It's not in the name, in, 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 
Jesus Christ, but in Christ. The emphasis Paul places there is on his deity. And it's an amazing thing. You'll be amazed as you go through the pages of the New Testament and see whether there, even when he says Jesus Christ, he's emphasizing Jesus, the, the humanity first, and then the deity. Or if he says Christ Jesus, where he's emphasizing the deity first and then his humanity, but including both in the term either Christ Jesus or Jesus Christ. Or sometimes, like I said, he just mentions Christ in us, the hope of glory. 1 Corinthians 2.16, we have the mind of Christ, Romans 8.2, that it is the law of the spirit of life found in Christ Jesus that has set us free from the law of sin and death. And when you are aware that you have the Godhead in you, that you've got Christ in you but, uh, by virtue of his spirit, re, the Father's spirit recreating us by his spirit and then sealing us with his spirit, you'll realize the devil can't put any curses on you. You just rebuke any demons that you come across and you go about your the, the Father's business. You go about your day knowing that you've got Christ in you. Any situation that surprises you doesn't surprise him and you have the mind of Christ in you. Amazing thing. So I'll leave it to you to explore it, to study the pages of the New Testament. All right, hope this has been a blessing. John Finn, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I.org. And I'll catch you next week from my home where I'll do that on Wednesday morning. But uh, thanks for watching today. Bye-bye.